welcome back to the second episode of Stories New and Old with me, Alyssa. Today, we're going to be talking about the books that you should read if you want to get into the cozy, maybe spooky mood for autumn. Um, Autumn is absolutely my favorite season for a couple of reasons. Number one is that the mosquitoes and bugs start to go away. I have really bad reactions to bug bites, and so sometimes the summer can feel like it's going on a little too long when bugs keep bothering me, so that is a welcome change in fall. Um, I also, of course, love the crisp weather and the fun fashion, starting to get those layers out. I have been missing my tights and really want to wear some of the new skirts and dresses that I've picked up. Um, And then there's also just like the overall feeling of starting school again. I was one of those kids who absolutely loved being in school and the start of school was definitely something that I looked forward to. I read a ton throughout the year. Um, If you're curious about what I'm reading, you can follow me on Goodreads. I have that linked in the show notes. Um, But there's definitely something, you know, really special about autumn and feeling like a new book that you're cracking into is that much more exciting. So today I'm going to share a handful of books that you can read to really get into that autumn spirit. We're going to have some dark academia vibes. We're going to have some gothic novel vibes. Um, But the whole goal is to give you some ideas of what you could pick up that could be really fun for the fall season. The first book I'm recommending is called The Secret History by Donna Tartt. Uh, You might have heard of Donna Tartt before. She wrote The Goldfinch. She also wrote The Little Friend. Uh, She's written a grand total of three novels, and they are all so excellent. I wish that there were more, but she's said in interviews, of course, that the novels are so good because she really does take her time and make them so captivating. Um, And so The Secret History, I feel like, is a really good fall read because it's set on a college campus in New England. So you can imagine the characters wearing tweed and there being, you know, fall foliage everywhere and running around brick buildings. And the premise is that there's a group of students who are very into studying the classics. So this group of students, it's a small group, they have some let's say, dark things that happen to their friend group. Um, So there are multiple murders. uh, There are cover-ups to these murders. There's suspected incest among siblings who are in this group. There's a suicide. Um, And all of this is underpinned by these academics who are studying the classics. And, you know, with the classics, you're thinking of these great virtues that they are supposedly instilling. So this book definitely kept me on my toes and is something that I would say is good if you don't want to go like full on gothic ghost story, but you still want something that's a thriller and you feel like you're in a bit of that spooky mood. Um, Let's keep the academic vibes going, but we're going to be a little lighter now. So this is kind of, I would say, the um, most uplifting of all the books that I'll recommend. So this is The Boys in the Boat by Daniel James Brown. Um, It's the story of the University of Washington's crew team who made it to the Olympics and won a gold medal. And 
just a fun fact about me and a reason that I'm especially into this is because in college I was a coxswain on the crew team. So again, this kind of ties into those back to school feelings for me. Um, But even if you were never on a crew team, this is such a compelling story. Um, This team beat out all these elite college rowing teams, and they ended up competing against the German crew rowing team um, at the Berlin Games. So this was like very suspenseful. I found it really interesting to learn about how the members of this team, a lot of them came from low-income backgrounds. They really struggled to get to college in the first place. And then how they learned to work together really was inspiring and thought-provoking. So this is something you can definitely use to get into the fall mood because you've got that school spirit element and even sort of like a country pride element, which I really enjoy. And I find this to be a really well-paced book, especially for a work of nonfiction. Now we're going to get into some sort of mystical options before we go full-on gothic, and I'm recommending two from the same author, Susanna Clark. Uh, I get all of my books from the library, uh, and I use a Kindle to read, and I'll I'll link a blog post about how I get these free books from the library, Um, but it means that I often don't know how long the books are going to be when I get them, or at least I don't spend the time to look up how long the book is before I put it on hold at the library and get the Kindle version. So I first read, the first novel I'm recommending by Susanna Clark is called Paranese, and I loved it. It was so good. So I looked up other books by the same author, and I found out about Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, um, but I didn't know that that book was over 800 pages. Um, so definitely a word of warning there. But let's talk about the first novel. So I was blown away with it. It was so good. It's really a hard book to describe because you're following a man who's in this like strange world of marble hallways and statues and floods. And there's only two people in the world, but it seems like the narrator is only working with a subset of information and memories. So the concept is super creative. The characters are seeking out what they're referring to as the great and secret knowledge. Um, And there's this like worlds within worlds sort of paradigm that you're experiencing. I thought the writing was so beautiful. I laughed out loud. I was completely wrapped up in the story and I don't want to give too much of it away, but highly recommend and really easy to get through. Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, on the other hand, like started out so good. I was really enjoying it. And then I realized like, wow, I'm not getting through much of this book. How long is it? And that's when I found out it was 800 pages. (laughs) So um, the premise here is that there is magic in England in the age of Napoleon. So when England's at war with France and Emperor Napoleon. And there's this existing magician and then a new magician that comes onto the scene. And it's not like wave a wand, abracadabra, or even like Harry Potter-esque. It's more about how magic is infused throughout all of England in the natural world, in a fairy world. And it's 
again, wonderful writing. I think Susanna Clark does a great job with that and excellent characters. Um, the way that I would describe this is that it was too long for not enough payoff for me in the end. Um, but if you are somebody who typically enjoys fantasy and magic type novels, then you would probably love this. Um, and it's a great fall read if you're up for the investment. It took me about a month to get through it while I was kind of reading other books in parallel. Let's now get into the classics and talk about some Gothic novels. I'm going to recommend and talk about two in a bit more detail, and then I'll give you a list of other ones that you might be interested in checking out. The first is The Turn of the Screw by Henry James. So this is like such a Gothic autumn, fall book, like no doubt about it. Um, The premise is that there is a governess who is working on a remote estate, um, and she's taking care of these two beautiful children, um, a brother and a sister, but some strange stuff starts to happen. So the brother goes away to school, and then he's expelled from that school, but they don't really know why, and they don't talk about it. Um, And the governess is engaged here in like really raising the children because they're orphans, and their uncle is really not very interested um, in taking care of the children. And when the brother comes back from being expelled, like the creepy, weird stuff really escalates. There's ghosts in the story. Um, There is definitely a lot of suspense, especially as you get to the end. Again, I won't spoil it, but this is definitely a classic autumn novel. The second one that I really love is Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. And this is another big one. It's over 500 pages, uh, but it's well divided up. There's five parts that you follow through Jane Eyre's life. It starts out with her becoming an orphan, which is not a good start. Um, And then she goes to a boarding school that's very abusive. And then she makes her way to Thornfield Hall, where a lot of the novel takes place. And she works as a governess. And I'm kind of realizing that a governess is not a good job to have in a gothic novel. Uh, It seems like it only really works out if you're Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music and then things are good and sunny. Um, But definitely don't become a governess at an old estate. (laughs) Um, So again, sort of similar to The Turn of the Screw, Jane is taking care of a child who is adoptive or doesn't really belong to the master. Um, And again, mysterious things start happening in the house. Jane is hearing strange laughs in the night. A fire starts and there's really no known source. And while all of this is going on, Jane is falling in love with Mr. Rochester, the master of Thornfield Hall, but something keeps getting in the way of their relationship happening. It's, again, don't want to give it away, all very creepy, all very suspenseful, and this is a novel where I think like there's a great payoff as you make your way through. In terms of other gothic novels to check out, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson, who you might recognize that name. He also wrote Treasure Island. Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. And Withering Heights by Emily Bronte, you know, the other sister. Um, they are all excellent novels that I loved reading and 
are just like that perfect gothic vibe to get you in a spooky fall mood. So I hope this episode helped you to get excited to read this fall and gave you good ideas to add to your list. I am definitely planning on revisiting some of these novels. um, And I think that rereading just kind of brings back all of those, oh my gosh, I can't believe what's happening next feelings in a totally different way so you can re-experience it. So if you've already read some of these or you have like a favorite fall novel, I recommend bringing it back out because it's just sort of that nostalgia. Um, So anyway, Like I said, hope this gives you some good ideas to add to your reading list. You can follow me on Goodreads and you can check out the reading section on my blog. I'll link both of those. Thanks for listening to Stories New and Old with me, Alyssa, and I will see you next time. (music) 